Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Good morning, everybody. It is six minutes past six o'clock. Great to have you with us today. Another day of looking at the political issues that are around us and how we can use them, how we can talk about them, we can think about them have meaningful conversations with people who are persuadable in our world. That's the whole goal of this radio show. And it's powerful because it is the way to preserve your liberty. In fact, it's the way for you to preserve our constitutional republic. The evidence is all around us, folks that the current people running, at least in Oregon and Washington, California, are leftist, Marxist, and you get Marxist results when you follow their philosophies. Freddie just sent me a picture of, well, what can only be described as a third world country. Except it isn't. It's a so-called homeless encampment in Seattle. Seattle, folks. He writes, third world country? Nope. Just a shot from the Seattle area. You reap what you sow when you vote for Democrat leadership. Yeah, that's right. Now let's talk about voting. Because this is how we change things, is to vote differently. And to vote differently in such overwhelming numbers, they can't cheat electronically. Last night, we had uh, the Dr. Douglas Frank presentation at the River Church, which I helped facilitate. And by the way, again, thanks to Kevin Mannix, Mannix Law Firm and Republican candidate for this new House district and to David Brown, Farmers Insurance. Dave was there last night. Thank you, Dave, for being there and for helping uh, to to sponsor that event. Good turnout last night at the River Church. Incredible, powerful presentation by Dr. Frank. And folks, he's got a lot more. This is really just the tip of the iceberg. But in that presentation. What stood out to me, and State Senator Kim Thatcher was there. She sat through the entire evening and watched the data because she was interested in Oregon data, and he had it, county by county. Folks, did you know that if you include, and, and Joe Ray Perkins was there. She is the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate race against Ron Wyden. She said something in that all inactive voters were reactivated by the Secretary of State just before the election. And what Dr. Frank showed us is that Oregon is 90, according to the U.S. Census. Now, the U.S. Census updates with estimates 
How many people are of voting age in every state? In fact, in every precinct of a state. And they update this every year. Last night, they showed that Oregon, he showed it, and we've talked about this before. There are some counties in Oregon that have more people registered to vote than there are people of voting age. And it's not only that they just have people registered to vote. That in some of those counties, there are more people voting than what the county says they are voting. Huh? There are more, let me say that again. This is what we learned last night, and this includes Marion County. According to the official data from Marion County, and according to the official data from the Secretary of State, they don't agree. According to the Secretary of State's office, 630 more people voted in Marion County than what Marion County says voted. So there are some serious questions that arise out of the analysis. Now, Dr. Frank is a mathematician, physicist, PhD in that, folks. He is, has done the calculations. And it is stunning how he can show that people are moved into the voter rolls prior to a presidential election and then moved out of the voter rolls after the election. And he can show it state by state. And he did last night. And he kept referring to they move them. That's why I ask him the question. Who's they? Well, in some states, now this is for 2020. Joe Biden was on the ballot. But they can prove, because they have emails, that two groups were doing this. Mark Zuckerberg's CTCL group and this is what has led to the Wisconsin thing. And Dr. Frank told the story about that last night. But the Speaker of the House, Robin Voss, how all of that transpired where Robin Voss comes out in front of the news cameras after the meeting and says there is evidence of massive electoral fraud in Wisconsin after he saw the presentation by Dr. Frank. Dr. Frank makes a good point. Did we see that anywhere in the news? No. But he also said he can't do anything about it, and that's not true, because there's this thing constitutionally called plenary power. There's a guy, there's a con- perhaps the, the most well-known 
college professor regarding the Constitution. He's a lawyer. His name is John Eastman. You saw him a lot during all of this time period after the January or after the 2020 election, especially on Laura Ingram's show. Oh, and there's news about that, too, that I'll get to. Under contract, by the way, I don't want Fox News has their talk host under contract. It says they will get fired if they talk about the 2020 election. How do we know that? Because Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson both admitted it to Mike Lindell. in separate phone conversations that Dr. Frank heard because he was with Mike Lindell. He works very closely with Mike Lindell. He talks to him every day. That's what he told me. Now, let me get back to John Eastman. John Eastman was also in this meeting with Robin Voss, the Speaker of the House of Representatives in Wisconsin, where, as you know, I have shared with you the story of a former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice looking into all the evidence and coming back and saying that the election must be decertified. Massive fraud. Robin Voss, the Speaker of the Wisconsin House, admitted it in front of the TV cameras, but then said, I can't do anything about it. According to John Eastman, that is not true. You see, it's he won't do anything about it. John Eastman pointed out, according to the Constitution of Wisconsin, the U.S. Constitution also, the legislature has what's called plenary power. When it comes to certifying, choosing electors, those leg- and the governors can't do anything about it. And that is true. And it's true in Wisconsin. Yet the speaker refuses to do it. So one of the interesting things that Dr. Frank concluded last night, this is why he's been to 35 states personally. It's why he's here in Oregon for several days. And you have an opportunity to hear him today. If you missed him last night and to hear him Friday and to hear him Saturday he's going to all these states he's been to 40 states 5 online 35 actual states he's been to in person that's all he's doing he's traveling two weeks at a time he gets to go home to his family in Ohio for two or three days and then he's back on the road he's a fantastic presenter He's a great teacher. His data is unassailable. Why? Because it is the official data from states. It is the official data from the census. And what's happening is they're hiding the steel in the algorithms, in the data. This is why we have motor voters. You see, to make the steel work, make the algorithms work, to make that happen, you have to have an excess of voters who do not vote. Guess what is the largest voting block because of motor voter in Oregon? 
That's right. Unaffiliated voters. And they vote at very small rates. But they are a gold mine for the people who are hacking into the systems, the vote counting systems of every county clerk wirelessly, which is why Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum joined the lawsuit and admitted in her court filing that the data being released in Washington County cannot be released because it could provide the opportunity for these vote tabulation machines to be hacked wirelessly. Our own attorney general. Now, how do we fix all of this? Well, well, we'll get to that. I want to remind you first that if these cool temperatures and the hot temperatures, because they're back and forth, have you uncomfortable at home, you need to call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you right away. 503-580-1456, freedomheatingandair.net is their website. Back in a moment. It is 620, and I'm just getting started, folks. Back with Kathy, who's waiting on the line. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. I want to thank Rebecca Donaldson for uh, being one of our regular show sponsors. Thank you, Rebecca. She is the gold-winning real estate broker uh, that won the best of the Willamette Valley. And you don't do that because you're mediocre what you do. You win that because you're really good at what you do. And that benefits you. You know, the real estate market's changing right now. We got the home sales report yesterday, and it was devastatingly bad. And that's what you expect when you see interest rates double. And inflation being what it is. People are being cautious and they have every right to be. You know what? You can still buy and sell a home using Rebecca Donaldson. And it benefits you. Because she's, again, really good at what she does. Even in a changing market, she can guide you through that process. And you'll do great. And you'll be very pleased. Because many people are. So... Rebecca Donaldson, 503-269-0747, Rebecca's Got Houses.com. That's her website, Rebecca's Got Houses.com. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning. Hey, Kathy, good morning to you. Can you, can you hear, hear me? me? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, 
I was, do you ever watch, the, um, it's a show called The Story on Channel 8? KGW? No. No. I it's really, Sorry. really good. Um, they've actually, okay. I believe, got a, a conservative hosting that show. But anyway, they showed video of Sherry Hall letting a um, campaign person from, oh, who's that guy, Schrader? Kurt Schrader, yeah. He's the current congressman, has been for 12 years in the 5th Congressional District. And he's he's behind, what's her name? The woman, I don't even know. But anyway, um, Sherry they, Hall. Sherry Hall is. Yeah, she, you're talking about her, right? No, I'm talking about the woman that he's running against. Oh, um, yeah, he he is behind in the votes. Yeah, he's going to lose to a radical leftist. Well, Sherry Hall uh, let one of well, his campaign people into the voting place early, and they've got video of it. She, she did. She let him in. Sherry Hall let, let let Jamie McLeod Skinner's person is what you're saying. That's the person running. No, that's the leftist no, no, woke. no. Kurt Schrader. Oh, let one of Kurt Schrader's people in early. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yes, before it was open, and that's really against the law. So Fagan is having a cow yeah, and there's investigating a, there's it. There's a story about that. Yeah, there's a story. Um, it, it was actually from yesterday. I didn't cover it, but it's on the Oregon Catalyst. It's, the headline kind of goes along with what you're saying. Video evidence contradicts Clackamas election claim. Observer access is denied. Um, it says, and, and, and this is the video obtained by K2, shows an observer for Congressman Kurt Schrader team being given access at 735 before the building was officially open and other election right. observers were not in. Yeah. So what, right. what, is that, what does that tell you? Well, it's a problem because, um, well, because that's wrong, but it just sort of makes people leery of voting anymore. And that's the problem, is people giving up because they don't think they, ha they can do anything about it. But it's like you said, people have to overwhelm them. But this waiting a week or a week and a half or two weeks to finally get the tally is also a problem. So the system needs to be overwhelmed by votes. Yeah, it does, so that they cannot continue to cheat. Uh, and yeah. they are. And Dr. Frank exposed that. Kathy, thank you uh, very much. Folks, you can hear and watch Dr. Frank's presentation today for free. One o'clock at the VSW Hall in Salem. There were two meetings planned there, and I got a call just before Dr. Frank went on last night from Janice Deisinger. She's been trying to set up those meetings with Secretary, with Secretary of State individuals from the Elections Division. 
and county clerks not having much luck. And that's normal because that's the response that county clerks give Dr. Frank. And he's met with hundreds of them, he says. Okay. You can hear his presentation today for free. Anybody in the general public, if you missed last night or if you were there last night and you thought it was so compelling, you need to see it again, or you want to bring somebody else who's maybe a persuadable with you, do that today at one and at three o'clock. It's open to the public at the VFW Hall in Salem. Look it up. I don't have the address, but you do. Corby writes an email, says, morning, Jeff, about the elections. I don't mean this to sound negative or sarcastic, but I'm curious. How many pages of facts and how many documentaries do we need to watch over and over before we see some positive changes? Does anyone have an estimate as when that may or may not happen? I'll address that. When we come back, I'll talk about what is the fix. And it started last night at the meeting. You can be a part of it. Don't go away. We'll be right back. It is 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. I said I would uh, answer that, and I will. But we remind you, you can call and talk about your impressions of this and some other stories and we'll get to them in a moment I want to remind you that the freedom rally folks is coming up on saturday june 4th it's a week from this coming saturday and and we will be broadcasting live at the event dinesh d'souza he is the filmmaker who made 2000 mules And by the way, we're going to KSLM is going to sponsor another showing of 2000 Mules soon. So the Oregon Freedom Rally, June 4th, begins at noon. It is the Wingspan Event and Conference Center in Hillsboro. Oregon Freedom Foundation, Oregon Family Council. Oregon Anti-Crime Alliance, Advance for Liberty, and the Taxpayers Association of Oregon are all helping sponsor it. And our broadcast is being sponsored by Salon Paradise in Kaiser. Make plans to attend. This is an Oregon Catalyst story, and there's a link where you can click. It says more details here. And uh, you can register for the event. We're going to be there broadcasting, bringing you interviews with people. Uh, And we, we can't, there's a contractual reason that we cannot carry uh, some of the keynote speakers live. 
as we were able to do uh, during the debates and so forth at Dorchester. But anyway, we're going to be there. KSLM, Oregon Freedom Rally, June 4th. Go to OregonLibertyAlliance.com. OregonLibertyAlliance.com. It's all one word. You can register. You should be there. By the way, pollster Scott Rasmussen is also part of this event. This is a big deal. Very big deal. Polling. It tells us a little bit about what's going on. And a lot's going on. Now, I said, and Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. I said I would answer Corby's point. So we keep seeing documentaries, and they're important, and they're good. And we see the video evidence in those documentaries, 2,000 Mules. We look at Dr. Frank's presentations. And again, you can see and hear him today and watch his presentation. It's a fantastic presentation at 1 o'clock beginning today in Salem at the VFW Hall. 1 o'clock today. There is a Friday meeting also in Salem. And somebody needs to send me that link. I forget who that is. Um, there's Again, you have multiple opportunities to hear Dr. Frank and see the data for yourself. So to answer what Corby said, many documentary, how many of these facts and documentaries do we need to watch over until before we see some positive changes? Well, that's what happened last night after the event. Oregon People's Vote is a group that has been put together, and they were there last night. They have been doing exactly what Dr. Frank has concluded actually works to expose the fraud and the steal. You know what that is? It's very simple. It's what's happening in states all over America which is leading to legislatures changing the laws and governors and constitutional sheriffs saying, we're not going to use electronic voting machines because of how easily they can be hacked. There are over 70 ways. I know you might find this hard to believe. 70 ways which electronic voting machines can be hacked, and they're meant to be hacked. You know what the way you defeat it is? You go out and you knock on the doors, because Dr. Frank can give you a list of likely targets that you can go knock on their doors. And he said, statistic, and they're doing this in many states right now. Hundreds of precincts. Volunteers are knocking on doors and just asking people if all the voters that are there, that are registered there, voted. And, you, and they, what they are finding is that many of those people simply don't exist. Now, who is it? that is moving the people in and out of the voter rolls. Hillary Clinton campaign was part of that. In 2020, now she was not the nominee, was she? 
she was still doing it. So also was Mark Zuckerberg's group. This was the group predominantly in Wisconsin. They were moving people through the county clerks. In fact, they have emails from a county clerk talking to the CLTC, CLTLC, CLTC group every day. And they have the email asking four other county clerks to come to an emergency meeting because they were going to fail the audit. It's happening in Oregon, folks, without the knowledge of county clerks. The vote counts are being changed without the knowledge of the county clerks. And you see, they can pass recounts all day long because they simply remove the voters who voted illegally, who didn't vote at all, or voters' names who are on the voter rolls but didn't vote, yet somebody cast a vote in their name. Yes, these computer systems have the ability to do that. How do we know that? Well, let me go back to the story I posted yesterday. We talked about yesterday. Mesa, Colorado. Dr. Frank revealed the truth of how that all happened. You remember what I told you yesterday? The county clerk took pictures of mirror imaged because some folks came in and did it. Mirror image, the actual vote machines, everything the computer recorded, everything that happened inside that vote counting computer, including being hacked, including the shadow programs that moved people from one area to the other. She copied the hard drive. Why? Because two days later, Dominion voting machines came in and wiped everything out illegally under Colorado state law and federal law. You have to retain those records for 22 months under federal law. They did this, but they have the images. They looked at the images and they found all of these nefarious activities that happened and how they moved people from one group to the other. Stunning, folks. Absolutely stunning. We know that it's happening, but they have much more evidence. Now, Dr. Frank's presentation doesn't go into all of that, but I'm just telling you, folks, the way we defeat this, because much of it is happening without the understanding of county clerks. They are not computer experts. Oh, and they know that in Mesa, they wiped it out. You know how they know it? Because the same group that imaged it before Dominion came in and wiped everything out came in and imaged it after Dominion came in and wiped everything out to prove it. Now, none of this matters unless we take action. Last night, Oregon People's Vote, I asked people to take action, as Dr. Frank did. And the way you do that is to go knock on doors. 
of the people that Dr. Frank, the list that he can give. Walt Peters was there last night. He's very involved. So are several other people. There was a crowd of people around Walt in the foyer afterwards wanting to be involved. Friends, that's the power of the presentation last night. You need to see Dr. Frank today. VFW Hall. And by the way, thanks to um, Denise, the VFW Post. According to MapQuest, and thank you, Denise, for sending this to me. Uh, is 630 Hood Street, Northeast in Salem. 630 Hood Street, Northeast in Salem. Um, I know I've gone a little bit long, and that's not fair to Art. He's been hanging on through this, and Art, my apologies for that. I just, I need to get this out, okay? It's 630 no, I, Hood Street. Jeff, it's a major problem in Oregon. Yeah. So we all need to come together and defeat what's going on in our state. Now, I'm kind of wondering... Hang on through the break, will you? Okay. Hang on through the break, okay? Okay. I, again, I'm sorry, Art, for not getting to you more quickly. Um, still, lots going on. Friday, um, you can hear Dr. Frank also in addition to today. Back in a moment, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Let's go right back to Art. Art, thanks for hanging on. What do you think? Um, You're a blind guy, so it's hard for you to see the presentation, but you could certainly listen to it. Do you have time to... Come well, here, Dr. Yes, Frank. I'll, I'll always remember I used to be able to see. Now, if I'd been blind all my life, you know, I, I, I can imagine things I did. But the reason I called is that um, constitutionally, we have the right to fair elections. And the person in charge of elections is Shamia Fagan. Now, she signed an agreement when uh, she became the Secretary of State. So why aren't we uh, questioning her, meeting with her, telling her about our concerns? uh, Because we know these machines aren't supposed to be hooked to the Internet because they can be hacked and stuff. But we need to press, put the pressure on this lady to do our job and protect the integrity of our vote. And the only way to do that is to meet with her, tell her our concerns, and make damn sure that the issues are addressed. She is responsible, and if we don't put the pressure on... 
I, you know, I, I, I think we're not going to be as successful as we want to. You have to, they do all this stuff behind closed doors. We have to expose it. And the only way to do that is list our grievances, request a meeting, and force her to answer the questions because that is her dang job. You're right. And the only way that that pressure that is, you know, it's like Everett Dirksen said, he's got a U.S. Senate building named after him. I see the light when I feel the heat. And that's to put that pressure. And the only way we do that is if we educate our friends and neighbors. Art, you're 100% correct. We have to hold their feet to the fire. We don't let them get away with this. But it's not just the Secretary of State. It's the county clerks. Oh, this is true. This is absolutely true, too. Um, And they should be smart enough or educated enough or trained enough to know that their dang machines can't be hooked to the Internet because then they're hackable. Uh, These machines have to... Now, I know they did this in other states, Jeff. They rejected voting machines because they could be tampered with. And we got to make dang sure that we have the same kind of machines here in Oregon. And the only way to do that is go right to the top, list our grievances, and then make Shamia Fagan follow the law, which she, she signed an agreement, Jeff, when she became Secretary of State to follow the laws and do her job and make sure we had, uh, you know, uh, safe voting, period. All right. Thank you, Art. I appreciate that. Uh, We'll go to Tim in a moment. Got to remind you, Pfeiffer Roofing, we got rain coming, folks, and it's going to rain a bunch. If your roof is leaking, you need to call Pfeiffer Roofing today so they can get on get it fixed before it destroys the value of your home or your business. It's one of the ways that they have built a successful business in the Salem Mid Valley area since 1978. Second generation family owned. Give them a call. 503-647-4725. 647-4725. Sam writes an email, says, just wondering if our Marion County Clerk Bill Burgess was at the presentation last night. I'd have a little more confidence in our voting system if he was there. Hopefully he was. No, he wasn't. Um, Satara, thank you. Um, so the there are two meetings where you can hear Dr. Frank today, one o'clock, the VFW Hall in Salem, six thirty Hood Street, Northeast. Okay, one to three, and Friday from ten. Um. I think that's the wrong time. It says 10 to 12. Yeah, so so 10 a.m. Till, till 12 noon. The Friday event went from 30 to 70 people. Okay. Um, so, and, and that is actually from Anna. So where is the Friday meeting now, if that has changed, or is that, also at the VFW Hall. I need to clarify that. So you have the opportunity to hear Dr. Frank today and tomorrow. 
Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Uh, about uh, the election. Yes. Especially, especially the last one. My answer is so. What are we doing about the new one or the one coming up? What actions are the Republican Party doing? How are we going to prevent it in the future? Are the legal uh, officials, elected officials, are they immune from the law? Can they do whatever they want to do and not be held legally accountable? No, Remember, because if you don't, that, if you don't I'm no, sorry, they, they can't. So, so they they cannot. They have to comply with the law, and that then means that we sue them. So we have to go out and find the phantom voters that voted illegally in the last election, and then we sue to prevent it from happening again now how do we do that how do county clerks do that well we sue because no long because we don't allow ballot stuffing we don't allow phantom voters to vote we don't allow and and this gets back to the story of dr frank because the question was asked him and this relates to the answer is it against the law how did donald trump how did is donald against trump the law in 2016 for- Say mules. Yes, if it is against, against the law. law. It's also against were they the law. No, they haven't arrested anybody. Well, then it's not a law. The you law is what you don't do. Yes. So we sue, and the other way is you go after the bond. Bonds for the win. You see, there are bonds that have to be posted for these elected officials. And we sue against the bond. And the bond company doesn't want to pay off. So what do they do? They basically tell the county clerk or the secretary of state, you either correct this problem or we pay off on the bond. And they don't want to pay off on the bond. You go after their bond. That's how you do it. That's one of the ways. But you're going to have to take them to court, folks. But you got to have evidence. And you don't get evidence until you have volunteers who want to go out and knock on doors and find the phantom voters. And that list is available. And Dr. Frank, by the way, showed last night how he can extremely accurately predict Oregon voter turnout. Precinct by precinct, and he just did. Come hear him today, BFW Hall, at 1 o'clock on Hood Street. Back tomorrow, Freedom Friday, when it comes. Don't.